The anonymous landlord is more than just making profit from property. It's a system of automation and a strategy which will shape the way you invest in property forever. It's a quality of life, it's a way of life. It's a business mindset. The anonymous landlord will make loads of money from property and continue to grow wealth and assets without giving up time or energy or life. Because what's the point in making a load of money from property if you've got no time or energy to enjoy it? My name's Tom Sone, and this is The Anonymous Landlord. 23 habits of good property investors versus bad property investors. Good property investors will value time over money. Now, that doesn't mean that they're not going to make money so that they've got more time. It means they don't sacrifice their time in order to make more money. That would equal, for a bad property investor, that would equal false profits and fake cash. Because profit isn't just about making money. Profit is about time, energy, mental health and money. A good property investor will make sure that they have their time free so that they have the more time to invest in more properties, to grow their existing properties and make more profits. Because what's the point in making a ton of profit from property if you've got no time or energy or mental health to actually use it and actually enjoy it? And also, you cannot buy time. You definitely can waste time, but you can't buy time. And you know what? If you could buy time, all of us would buy time. Because time is more valuable than money. I promise you it is. And it should be for a good property investor. It's the, the money that's working for them and definitely not the investor working. I promise you that. And when you're at the end of your lives, Mr. and Mrs. Property Investor, and you look back on your life, you're going to wish you had more time with your friends, more time with your family. You definitely will not be wishing that you had spent more time working. And you definitely will not be wishing that you could have more time now to work. Fair over greed. Fairness over greediness. A good property investor will always do fair deals where everybody gets what they want. Everybody wins. Because of those types of deals, good property investors will always get more opportunities more often because they will always do fair deals and everybody wants a fair deal. Whereas greedy people will inevitably work harder, they'll fight harder, they'll use up more of their time because they're constantly working and fighting people to get unfair deals over the line. Greedy people may well make a bit more money on one property deal, but it will be less often because there are less people that would want to do a deal where they don't get exactly what they're looking for and exactly what is fair for them. Greed, by the way, is not abundance. Abundance is abundance and greed is greed. They're two completely separate words because everybody wants stuff. Everybody wants things and more money. Everybody, I'm not saying everybody wants to be filthy rich, but everybody wants more money. Everybody wants a bit more freedom. 
And believe it or not, Mr. and Mrs. Property Investor, you are allowed to make profit. I know that sounds crazy, but you are actually entitled to make profit from your investments. And fairness is not weakness. Fairness is fairness and weakness is weakness. Two different words. A fair deal is the right deal for everybody. Everybody involved in a deal, buyer, seller, suppliers, partners, joint ventures, everybody has to be fairly included in that deal. So a good property investor will find out what works for everybody and they'll stick to it. Some of the best property investors in the world spend their time finding out exactly what somebody wants and then they give it to them. As long as the property investor can win too, then it is a fair deal all round. Quality over quantity. What you'll find is good property investors will have more quality investments, which mean less work. The more quality your investment is, the less work you'll have to put into it. Whereas more quantity may well generate more work for you, Mr. and Mrs. Investor. And that's pretty obvious. You could even look at the same money as an income via quality or quantity. So for an example, you might have a really good property investment that generates you uh, £500 a month, or you might have five not so good property investments that generate one property of £100 per month. Well, both are the same outcome, but one of them is less work. And that's the quality one. You can do both. If you're a good property investor, you will inevitably be trying to get quality investments and enough investments so that you make the money and you minimize the risk that you want to achieve. So a good property investor will always try and get both. But first of all, a good property investment starts with quality. I promise you, a good property investor will always go for quality first and then quantity. Reckless investors, by the way, they will always try and make more money, but they always end up profiting less. They always try looking for these crazy deals and these amazing deals, but they always end up profiting less because they're taking a lot longer to find those deals. There are less of them around. So go for quality over quantity and you'll be a good property investor. Research over guessing. A good property investor will always research rather than just guess. Now there are educated guesses, granted, but predominantly a good bit of research is much better than a guess. And the good property investors will always put the work in to understanding something before they jump into it. We're at the only time in the history of the world where so much information is available so quickly and for free. You don't even have to go on property training courses to learn how to invest in property. You're listening to my podcast, you're watching my videos, you're reading my books, you're reading my guides, you're reading other people's guides, you're reading other people's blogs and watching videos and listening to podcasts. It's all free. You don't have to even pay anything to learn anything nowadays. It's the only time in our lives where this has ever been so readily available. So you can learn the processes, the legislation, the compliance. You can get so much advice just by talking to people on social media. And here's a quick tip. You don't have to take everybody's advice, but you should certainly 
get everybody's advice. I promise you, you don't have to take it, but just get it and work out for yourself whether that will fit into your uh, attitude, your mentality. Definitely get other people's advice. You can also so freely and easily learn from other people's wins, other people's successes. You can learn from their losses and their failures and their mistakes. You can learn their solutions because believe it or not, in the property world, one person's problem is probably many person's problem. So if you can learn their solutions, how they overcame those problems, then you can be a good property investor. And you can also talk to the experts. Talking to the experts lets you understand how they deal with things. And you can even use expert services for a period of time and then decide whether you want to carry on using their services or you might feel like you can do it or set it up yourself. Listen over talking. Ask for people's opinions. Yes, all the time. Ask for every single person's opinion you could possibly find, but don't argue. Don't argue with people's opinions. Even if you completely disagree, even if you if you think it's complete rubbish, you don't need to argue. Even if you feel like you're right and they're wrong, that's fine. You don't need to argue. Good luck to them. If they're totally wrong in their opinions, good luck to them. It doesn't matter to you. You listen to what they're saying, you go away from that conversation and you decide whether you're going to take that on board or whether you think it's a load of crap. Who cares? It's not going to benefit you by being proven right. And the good thing about that is that people will respect you. They will like you if you are not argumentative. If you're that person that feels like you have to make sure they know they're wrong or you have to make sure they know you're right, or if you disagree with something they say, if you're that person that feels this need, this desire to inform them as such, then that person you're correcting will very quickly stop passing you property deals, will very quickly stop being so quick and proactive and driven to help you. Whereas if you listen to people and you just accept what they're saying, then they will love you, they will help you, and they will be there for you whenever you need them. I promise you that. So find out everything that people know. Find out everything that people need and people want. If you don't talk to people and listen to people when they're telling you what they want, you can never do really good deals. You can never do fair deals where everybody wins. So listen to everything. That's what good property investors do. They listen to everything. They listen to estate agents, letting agents, lawyers, accountants, surveyors, mortgage advisors, sellers, and other buyers, other investors. They listen and they keep listening. And also, they're not good property investors aren't automatically thinking of a reply before the other person's finished talking. They don't want them to hurry up and stop talking because they want to talk. And they don't want to they're not forcing themselves not to interrupt. You all know what I mean. Everybody is listening to someone talk and they're already thinking of their reply before the other person stopped talking. Everybody does it. But good property investors will listen intently, wait for that person to stop talking, and then that's when they'll start talking themselves. I promise you, if you can get into that practice, more people will want to do business with you. I promise you that. You should switch your mentality so that 
You want as much information as you possibly can. And if you give the other person that feeling that you want their information, you want to hear what they're saying, they will feel heard. They will feel like you want to listen to them. And I promise you, that's how you will start coming up with the best investment opportunities. Do over don't. A good property investor will just get on with it. They'll carry out their due diligence quickly and efficiently, and they'll move forward quickly. Look, if you're looking at properties and you're looking for issues, then I promise you, you will find them. If, however, you're looking at properties and you're looking for the issues in order to look for the solutions, then you will find them. You'll find whatever you're looking for. You just got to look for it. It's as simple as that. And every single property is worth an offer. Every single property. If you find issues, don't withdraw. Don't back out. Don't ignore it. Make an offer. But calculate your fears and then adjust your numbers. If you think a property's worth £100,000, but then when you go and view that property, you think needs an extra £10,000 worth of work, it doesn't do anything other than adjusts your offer. It doesn't change whether this is a good property investment or not. It just changes the offer. That's the only thing that changes. So calculate your fears and then adjust your numbers. Put a number next to it. It's easy. Numbers aren't scary. And when you find that deal that's too good to be true, that's what bad property investors say to themselves. This deal is too good to be true. Whereas a good property investor will see a good deal and they'll calculate it properly. They'll find the issues, they'll find the solutions and they'll make sure that they understand the risks. It could be that you find a property that's got a terrible structural issue. Now, there's a reason why that sale has fallen through three times before. There's a reason why nobody wants to buy it. All you have to do is take the necessary steps to make sure that you know what that risk is. If there's a structural problem, get a structural engineer out. If there's a situ Japanese knotweed issue, get a quote. If there's tons of damp, get a quote. Nothing changes other than your offer. All you have to do as a good property investor, if you wanna be a good property investor, is get to that property, tick your boxes, and that's it. Does it tick the boxes that you need to make this a good property investment? If the answer is yes, Buy it. Decide over dwell. A good property investor will make a decision and then go with it and stick with it. That's the decision. The decision's been made and they move forward. Bad property investors will dwell on a decision for a long period of time, which inevitably means they either lose money because they've just waited too long and things have got worse, or they miss out on opportunities because they cannot make a decision quick enough. And that's all because of fear. Everybody's scared, everybody's terrified of losing their money and getting into trouble. Everybody's terrified of the same things. But you need to, as a good property investor, make a decision, whether it's right or wrong, it doesn't matter. You've got to make a decision. You can be wrong. It's okay to be wrong. Everybody's wrong sometimes. But as long as you calculate the risk and make your decision, doesn't matter if you're right or wrong. You know what the risk is. And listen to all the advice you can as well. If people are giving you opinions, listen to them. You don't have to take their advice. You don't have to agree with their opinions. Remember what I said about not arguing with people. You don't have to listen. You don't have to agree. You don't have to go with it. But hear 
their opinions, hear their advice, and then you make your decision based on what you think is right. Do not dwell on it. That's good property investors, they just take action. Whether you decide fast or decide slow, the difference is probably time and money. If you decide slow, then it's some problems can get worse. You might miss opportunities. People might see you as a, a slow decision maker, which means they're less likely to bring opportunities your way. So decide fast. If you decide fast and, and you make the wrong decision and it costs you £250, well, you may well have lost £250 by deciding slow as well. So decide fast. And the good thing about property is that you can always fix it. Always. And when you've made that decision, move on. If you win, move on. If you lose, move on. If you make a terrible decision, move on. Fix it, move on. Don't dwell on it. No good property investor dwells on mistakes, bad decisions or problems. I promise you that. Listen to the facts as well. Only listen to the facts. The facts rule all. You cannot argue with facts. You can argue with opinions and emotions. You cannot argue with facts and numbers. If you do make a mistake, be a good property investor and learn from the mistake. How did it go wrong? What could have prevented it from going wrong? What will stop it from going wrong again in the future? Numbers over emotions. Calculate the risk. A good property investor will calculate that risk because numbers aren't scary. Numbers are factual. They can't lie. They're very honest. So you calculate your risk, you turn it into a number, and that's where you can prepare. I always work out the worst case scenario for everything and then I turn it into a number. For an example, if I move a tenant into a property and they don't pay their rent and I have to evict them, that could take up to eight months in a worst case scenario. And that means I'm going to have to pay my mortgage and insurance for eight months. And that might cost me £4,000. Not so scary when it's £4,000 because now I can calculate, right, I'm going to lose £4,000, but that's only in cash flow because you're going to take that to court and you're going to get your money back. That's a contract. The tenant owes you that money, so you should be able to get that back through the courts or at least a lot of it. You should also have a deposit which will compensate some of that amount. So remember, work out the worst case scenario. The tenant's going to have to be evicted. The boiler's going to need replacing, 1,500 quid. Anything like that, just calculate the worst case scenario, put a figure next to it, and then that number cannot lie. Now you know what you need to prepare for. You can also save up some of your profit from the rent in order to cover those worst case scenarios. Just save it up in another account or put it in the other account and leave it there to cover those worst case scenarios. If you don't use it, it's profit, it's all in the bank, lovely jubbly, thank you very much. Use simple maths, income, expenditure, profit and tax. Do not forget tax. Tax again is just a number, but you just use those numbers, income, expenditure, profit and tax, to make sure that you're not looking too far into a property investment. It's just a number and use actual values with evidence instead of what you wish you can get. If you're gonna sell a property or you're gonna rent a property, then get actual evidence 
of the rent, the rent values or the sale values rather than just what an estate agent thinks you might be able to put them on, on the market for. What that property down the road is, is on the market for, but it's not sold for six months. Ignore all of that. Only use actual evidence, i.e. numbers. And see your property as an investment and as an asset rather than a liability. Your property investment should never cost you money. And if you do all of the things that I try and help you to do, then you will definitely never lose money. Workhorse over unicorn. A good workhorse is a reliable, secure investment where there's loads of them available and good property investors buy them. They continue to buy them. There's lots of them available. They all are reliable, secure profits and you know them. You know what they are. Whereas there are bad property investors that will continually chase that dream unicorn, that one property that's going to make them 50 grand of profit, that one property that they're going to buy for 100,000 and it's going to rent out for 2,000 a month. Bad property investors continually look for those dream unicorns. And what ends up happening is that the bad property investors will just go round property by property by property to loads and loads of different properties and make wild offers make unrealistic offers, unfair offers, and just continually get rejected. And the more you get rejected for a property investment, the less people are gonna to want to offer you the next one. You have to make calculated, fair offers on a property. And that's why if you go after workhorses, you know, those properties that are abundant, there's loads of them around. And if you don't get this one, there's another one down the road. It's just a pile of bricks. So calculate your offer. Don't make wild offers. Don't try chasing that you that dream unicorn property investment deal. And lastly, there's demand for workhorses. There's not demand for unicorn deals. There's not this massive demand for those properties that nobody can ever find. And that's because there are more good investors than bad. And the good investors know what to look for. That's why all of the safe, secure, reliable properties that just make good profit and they're always in demand, that's why they sell all the time because the good property investors buy them. Exit over false hope. A good property investor will exit fast when they need to in order to guarantee profit rather than hoping and wishing that this slump is going to turn around, that a miracle is going to happen and they're going to get an extra £10,000. Because rule number one for a good property investor is to make profit. Money now is miles better than maybe more money later. Would you rather have £20,000 in your pocket now or maybe £30,000 in nine months' time? You'd rather have the £20,000 now. Exit fast instead of false hope. And if you do lose money because you, you had to exit, minimise your loss. You'd rather lose £5,000 today than maybe lose £20,000 in six months time. You've got to know when to cut and exit quickly. You will not win every single time, I promise you, but you've got to learn from your losses and make sure that you don't repeat that same mistake. You learn what went wrong and you make sure that next time you've protected yourself from that. Stick to plan 
over fear of missing out or FOMO, as we all call it now. There's always a hot new trend. There's always an opportunity that you should never miss. And they're always right now. This is only right now, limited time. This is moving past you so quickly. You've got to spend your money now. A good property investor knows that there are always opportunities. There's always another property to invest in. There's always another opportunity just around the corner. It's just a pile of bricks. There's another pile of bricks just down the road. And there's always going to be a need for people to sell. And there's always going to need be a need for people to buy. So make your plan and stick to it. A good property investor will lay out their plan for the year. They'll lay out what properties they want to go for. They'll lay out what money they want to spend and how much they need to generate. And they'll stick to it. A bad property investor will wing it and will continuously just buy something that's a fad, that's a trend because somebody's told them you've got to buy this. You've got to get into these deals, these special strategies that are just one off. They're only now. I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying that a good property investor makes a plan and sticks to it. Now, you might be able to do better. You may well have been able to improve on your plan, but you can just adjust the next plan. If you've made a plan for the year and then during that year, you learn some lessons that you think you could do better with next time, then you just adjust your next plan. A good property investor sticks to the plan. And a good property investor knows that hindsight is nothing more than education to prepare you for the future. Hindsight is nothing more than education to prepare you for the future. Don't risk losing money through your fear of missing out. Don't take on extra risk because of your fear of missing an opportunity. Thank you for joining me and I hope you enjoyed this podcast. But before you go to the next episode, I really want to hear from you. Just search Tom Sohn on any social media or just email me tom at pinkstreet.co.uk. I'd love to know your thoughts on this episode. And if you need any help with your own situation, just get in touch. I'll answer every email and every message I promise. Anyway, see you in the next podcast. And remember, Being a landlord is hard. Being an anonymous landlord is easy. Invest, enjoy, repeat and grow.